the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, come and join us. Come on, let's talk about women's sport and the back end of Erin Phillips' just outstanding AFL. In fact, sporting career, AFLW and basketball career, I said, uh, let's try and isolate who have been the great ambassadors for women's sport in uh, a variety of codes. Darren says, Pete, Erin Phillips is the greatest player to play the female game. AFLW should name the fairest and best the Erin Phillips medal. Do you agree? With Darren, get on the temperate bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736. Now, there's no other than Elise Perry for me. She's the trial breaker for women's sport and could have chosen a couple. Well, that's right, because she was a very good soccer player as well. Elise Perry had the choice of either playing soccer or cricket, and she chose cricket. Meg Lanning is the other that's made women's cricket one of the most watchable women's sports and the entire Matildas team. I'm junior sports coach of AFL, but I've never been more proud of those two codes. AFLW is catching up quickly, faster than boys' participation. That's an interesting point, actually, that AFLW is catching up quickly and the enrolment is faster than boys' participation when it comes to Aussie rules. All the knockers of women's sport don't have a daughter and watching the daily rise of these girls and eventually aren't involved at local level, watching them absolutely dominate. That's a text from Two Rocks. So there you go. Yeah, fair point. One thing that got me is is that uh, regarding the participation rate and how the AFLW competition is really starting to certainly grow tentacles through uh, the young uh, women's community. All right, uh, speaking of the Matildas... Uh, chat with mates, mate, fair dinkum internet without the fuss. Katrina Gorry is part of the Matildas and uh, they play their final game tomorrow night at HBF Park against Chinese Taipei after putting on an exhibition of the highest order against the Philippines here at a packed Optus Stadium on Sunday afternoon. And Katrina joins us here on Sports Day WA. Katrina, thanks for your time. No worries at all. Thanks for having me. Uh, you enjoying your time on the west coast of Australia? I am. It's it's beautiful out here. I haven't uh, been out here too often, but it's nice to be back in Australia and just soaking up as many rays as I possibly can. It is very much uh, common knowledge that a lot of the Matildas now base themselves overseas. Uh, tell us about your current home, which I gather would be turning a bit icy come this time of the year. Yeah, it's pretty cold over there. I think one week it was about 15 and then the next day it was about five degrees. So I felt automatically happy as soon as I landed in Australia. Um, and it's uh, yeah been really beautiful here, but definitely not that excited to go back home, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you will be. Of course, Sweden's now a special place for you, your partner's from there. And uh, how's the little one going, by the way? Yeah, she's good. She nails jet lag pretty well, probably better than me, to be honest. Um, but yeah, she's enjoying it. She's back with her nonna, which is really nice. Uh, they have a great bond and get to really spend as much time as they can with each other in camp. So it's pretty nice for, for us to be back here. Because it's been quite a whirlwind sort of last 12, 24 months for you, hasn't it, regarding your football and also your personal life? Yeah, it has. It's probably been... Uh, my favourite year to date. Uh, a lot's happened this year. We've achieved a lot 
obviously as a team and off the field, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier. Uh, never thought I'd get engaged, but it seems like um, I'm walking around with a ring on my finger now. So <laughs> I've got to be pre- got to be pretty happy about that. But no, it's definitely been an exciting uh, year for us and a year that we'll remember forever. So is a date being set as yet? Uh, no, nah, but we'll probably we'll probably look for 2025. My family's really big, so to get everyone. So one day is pretty hard. So if we give them two years to get organised, hopefully we'll get there. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, saying that, uh, tell you what, we've been blessed to see the Matildas in all their glory in the two games so far here in Perth. Firstly, your thoughts on the event on Sunday, nearly 60,000 people, 8-0, some beautiful football was played. What about the whole package? How did you find it as a player? Yeah, uh, it was amazing, to be honest. Um the, the stadium was just absolutely electric. Uh, the fan, fans were incredibly loud. It didn't matter, you know, what was happening in the game. You could always hear them. And I think it's been one of my favourite games to date, to be honest. I think that the football that we played, it was exciting. Uh, it was fun to play and it was fun to watch. And uh, we just had so much variety, which I think we, we've been missing for a little while there. You make an interesting point in your last answer. It was one some of the best football you've played in recent times. It was so entertaining to watch and you never took the foot off the pedal. You wanted to score as much as possible. Let's not also cast aspersions on the opposition. You're playing the Philippines, who played in that FIFA Women's World Cup, so it was probably going to be your most difficult opposition of the three here in Perth. And the way you played against them, you must have got a lot of heart out of that performance. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, that they, they were they're a good team. Um, you know, we we couldn't take them lightly. We knew what we had to do, and we knew that we had to play fast, and we had to you know find different ways to break them down. I think we we did that exactly as soon as we lost the ball, we won it back and we were able to, you know, create a lot of opportunities. And I think we were, we were really clinical in that game, uh, which was exciting to, to kind of play in. And um, from what I've heard, it was pretty exciting to watch as well. Oh, it was fantastic to watch. And everybody's still talking about it ahead of the game back at HBF Park against Chinese Taipei on Wednesday. And what's oozing through the Matilda squad is your affinity that is amongst each other. It seems like there's a real bond. And it was quite comical, wasn't it, at the start where you were ready to take your team photo before the game and Mackenzie Arnold had already positioned itself in the, in the goals and you had to wait for her to come over before the photo was taken. It was a, a bit of a chuckle before kickoff. Yeah, I mean, if Macca didn't have her friends and team. I think she'd lose herself. So I think she's pretty lucky she's got us uh, to help her through. But um, no, it's, uh, you know, most of us have been together for, for 10 or more years. We've, you know, travelled the world with each other. We've gone through the ups and downs. So I think all of that always brings you closer. And I think just, you know, knowing your teammates inside and out, you know exactly, you know, where they want the ball, how they're going to challenge the ball and everything like that. So I think, um yeah, for the next few years, it's going to be pretty exciting to see what we can achieve. Now, I'm not really great with my Swedish pronunciation. Now, your club side in the top flight in Swedish football, is it uh, Vitsjö? It's Vitsjö. I mean, I probably don't even say it right. Right, so okay. okay. We can say it wrong together. Saying that, there's a, a good Australian connection, apart from yourself, with that club. Yeah, there's uh, Charlie Grant uh, and Claire Polkinghorne there as well. Um, and it's nice. It's always nice to, you know, hear some Australian voices uh, in, in amongst your team. And I think for us, it it's always nice to, you know, be able to bounce things off each other, 
you know, help each other throughout training sessions and make sure we're continually, you know, building, leading into a national team. Of course, you played with the Brisbane Raw. You came out on loan last season before going back to Sweden. How did the three of you actually get together at this Swedish club, which in some ways everybody talks about, you know, England and Spain we know and, and what happens through the continent. But how did the three as Aussies actually get together at this Swedish club? Um, it was actually, I mean, I had just come back from having Harper and um, Hulks was over just training with us in the off season. And I just kind of said, like, do you think the club would be interested in taking me? Um, obviously, I got Harper, so... I'd need different things and uh, I think within about a week I had a contract there and we were pretty much ready to go. Uh, so that's how I ended up over there. And at that time, Charlie was playing for Rosengard um, and she wasn't getting too much playing time. So we just thought we'd poach her and off she came. And yeah, it's been the best decision I think we could have made. We've all really, um, I think, gotten better as players and I think uh, our friendships off the field have gotten stronger. Having a look at the Matildas, it's amazing. Prior to the FIFA Women's World Cup, if you ask a person in the street to nominate uh, three players, it may have been a trifle difficult. Now you're all household names. You're all celebrities. How are you handling that? Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. I think for a lot of us, it's a real standstill moment. I think it's something that we all would have liked to imagine, um, but now it's it's actually happening. And I think to be back in Australia and actually feel the effects of the World Cup, I think it's, yeah, it's a proud moment for us and we hope to keep on building it and making sure a lot of young boys and girls are, you know, still playing football and, and talking about the, the World Cup for years to come. Well, you notice the amount of young girls in particular that were in the stands here at Optus Stadium on Sunday. That's certainly something that I realise. You know, mum and dad or their parents coming out with young people and they're all wearing the Matildas shirts. Uh, I think there's a new generation of footballer coming through. And for those people that are contemplating taking the pathway that Katrina Gorey has taken, what do you say on face value about your profession? Yeah, I mean, it, it's the best uh, thing in the world. I think any sport you play, it it brings you some highs and lows, but it brings, brings you some great friends and some incredible memories. And, you know, I don't think any other career will kind of give you what, what sport can. So if you're thinking about playing, definitely get the football out and start kicking it and following uh, the Matildas because we are a special bunch and uh, I think we'll, we'll bring a lot of love. Katrina... Katrina, I've done a little bit of homework on uh, the amount of work that you did in the World Cup. The highest number of tackles of any player at the World Cup and you covered the most ground of any player, 57.68 kilometres during that FIFA Women's World Cup. You got a pretty big tank. <laughs> yeah, it's from chasing around a toddler uh, every day. So I think it gives me some added fitness that I get to use on the field. So I can't be mad about that. And regarding the game tomorrow night, what sort of team is likely to be fielded by Tony Gustafsson? We saw a different team against Iran to almost a full-strength side at Optus Stadium on Sunday. Any indication what sort of team he's likely to field against Chinese Taipei? No, we're not too sure at the moment. He, he keeps his club cards pretty close to him, but um, you know, whoever whoever's out there knows what job they need to do. It's a must-win game for us, so... We'll be giving it our all and uh, it'll be our send-off game from Perth and, you know, the amazing atmosphere they've brought us for the last couple of games. So 
definitely proud to be here and hopefully we'll put on a show for them. And one thing uh, actually came to light yesterday is that we don't see the Matildas enough, unfortunately, on home soil. Is there a chance that you may return down the track with this Olympic qualifying campaign? Yeah, hopefully sometime next year. I, I'm not really sure how it kind of pans out or who, who will play, but I'm pretty sure it's a home and away series. So hopefully there's another game on home soil um, sometime next year. Have you had the opportunity to sort of at least get out and about during the few days you've been here and had a look at the city on the west coast of Australia, the most isolated city in the world? <laughs> I haven't really. We went to the beach the other day, which was absolutely beautiful, but I was... Uh, pretty scared of the sharks um, but, <laughs> but apart from that now nah, we've kind of just been resting and recovering and doing whatever we can to get ready for the games well i know the aussies love you uh, and i know the swedish people love you before we let you go tell us about this swedish citizen of the year award that you've been nominated for i actually don't know too much about it i mean i hope i get a citizenship out of it but i haven't really asked that um but, yeah, I, I guess it's just uh, kind of us putting uh, our clubs, you know, on the map. It's a tiny club that we play for and um, probably a place that not many people have heard of, have heard of even if they do live in Sweden. So, um, yeah, for us it's, it's a proud moment to be representing, you know, a small club like that and, and every opportunity they've given us over the last two years. I think your very first club as a, a wee person was Mount Gravatt there in Queensland. You've come a long way from it there. Was. You've uh, spanned the globe, but I suppose deep down inside, even though you may have dual citizenship uh, one day, deep down inside your soul will very much be Australian, won't it? Yeah, it definitely will be. You won't, me- you won't find me leaving home after um, I hang up the football boots, that's for sure. I'll be soaking up the Australian weather, the Australian lifestyle and you know everything that comes with it. And being a darn good mum as well to Harper. We wish you the best of luck with those <laughs> endeavours. You reckon football's hard. Imagine trying to raise a young one. It's very difficult, let me tell you, but I know you'll do it very well. Thanks for joining us on the program. Uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow night in that match uh, against Chinese Taipei. And thanks for bringing such great entertainment to the sporting fans of Western Australia over this past week. No worries. Thank you for having me and I uh, hope you enjoy the game tomorrow night. Yeah, good on you. Katrina Gorry joining us here on Sports Day WA. They've been very warm. I believe about three or four of them went to Karen Up Shopping Centre today for a bit of a signing and got absolutely mobbed by some young uh, fans who I gather should have been at school, but they weren't. Uh, 29 past five here on Sports Day WA.